Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. I'm the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is Taylor Salen. Hey, yo, how's it going, everybody? And Lauren Sperling. Hi, friends. By her temperature in the UK, you'd think she was in California. <laughs> it's very true. It's very hot here. For we we have our three days of summer right now. So, <laughs> uh, I met a British dude at a party last night. Do you know him? Connections. What's his name? Josh. Josh, what? I don't know. He he lives here now. Actually, so I don't know. think I know. <laughs> I could totally know him. I have British friends in LA. He owns an airline. Now, do you know him? Nope. <laughs> gotcha. I don't know any oh British Joshes. British Joshes that own airlines. <laughs> uh, he owns like a discount airline. It was uh, uh, an interesting so he's experience. Only discount cool. Uh, no, he's pretty rich. He he owns like. Thanks, Taylor. Two houses. It, it... Anyway, that's all not... I, this all is... I can think <laughs> of is dis- discount double check. Discount double check. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, I drafted Aaron Rodgers for my fantasy football draft, Ooh, actually. Nice. Uh, anyway, Taylor, roll me those sweet smooth jams. Wooka wooka. Yeah, that that was a lo- that was a long time before those those jams. I got I got on a tangent as we often do. Um, anyway, how's your Labor Day weekend been, you guys? Been good. What's What's Labor Day? Yeah, you wouldn't know over there. <laughs> we had our bank holiday a week bank, early though. Bank holiday, so. right? Yeah, that's what you guys say over there. <laughs> I mean, they're also called bank holidays in the states. <laughs> uh, we don't really call them that though. Like they are bank holidays, like the banks are closed, but do we call them that? I don't yeah. think we call them that. We call them national totally. holidays, which are the yeah. same thing. Like, <laughs> I've never said I've bank heard, holiday in my life. I've heard bank holidays. In the corporate world, they call it bank holidays. Yeah. Fuck the corporate world, yo. <laughs> Down with Wall Street. Forgive all student debt. I mean, yes, to that. Down with the government. Wait. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, <laughs> Wait, who was that guy? Is, was that what? that's not my voice? Roll. Well, yeah, no, was, was that, was that Roll who made Roll an appearance? Is here, everybody. <laughs> Jack Sewell. Uh, God, that was the fucking best part of the Comic Con. I wish we had been recording that, dude. That shit was know, so funny. Man, for those of you who don't know, Joel constantly gets banned on Facebook for <laughs> what? fighting Nazis. Yeah. Um, and just general fucking idiots. And just being yeah. Uh, so he has a bunch of alter ego profiles i have a lot of fake accounts on facebook and uh <laughs> and a few of them came to life in our comic-con Sweet. zoom that we did over what was comic-con at home weekend i was gonna say what would have been comic-con but yeah, Comic-Con yeah. at home but mm-hmm. comic-con at home kind of swell reeves was lame and, this year and roll jeeves they all fucking they showed roll up to party because they like they like comic yeah dude roll jeeves shotgun to fucking white claw that shit was crazy oh it's true uh, it's true he, he did too yeah. yeah but he didn't <laughs> uh, not a lot of news, unfortunately, because as Taylor pointed out before the cast, all the movies are coming out. All the uh, movies are coming out. 
Uh, I did actually see a James Bond trailer though, and they're very heavily hyping up that this is his last movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's it's always his last movie until they like back up a fucking truckload of money to his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but they're like the 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 final No Time to Die trailer was like one more outing, and it's like for James Bond or for like it's so I found it odd that they oh interesting James yeah. Bond is such a like. You know, like they're all supposed to play the same guy. Guy, right? yeah. Weird that they would be like one final outing, and it's like you're they're they're hmm. talking about Daniel Craig, obviously, but yeah, it's like why that's such an odd thing to say. I think you know, like a James Bond yeah. trailer. Well, it it definitely sets like unrealistic expectations for people who might see that and think you know certain things. But at yeah. the end of the day, I think it could be interesting in terms of like maybe it's time to. Not necessarily move off of James Bond, but like I know you're create a Bond like character who is not Bond in name. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Bond's gonna die in this movie? I was just gonna say maybe they'll kill him off. I mean, that'd be fucking that'd be fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. I would be shocked, uh, but I also think that could be a good thing for the franchise. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Fans would fucking lose their shit. Oh, dude. The internet backlash would be crazy. Imagine how all the uh, to- the toxic dudes would take that. Yeah. What'd you say about me? Yeah, Joel, how would you take Just it? Kid. Just kidding. I'd be, I'm fucking fine. I don't yeah. give a fuck. No, I know. Uh, there's not, a, so as I said, there's not, there's not a lot of news. Um, but I did want to talk about, uh, apparently, the Russo brothers are at odds with Marvel and Disney because of the Scarlett Johansson stuff. Uh, oh. Apparently, they're at an impasse. Um, yeah, they were supposed to direct another movie for Marvel down the line. Cough, Secret Wars, cough. Uh, I would assume, um, mm. and it seems like maybe they won't be doing that because of this whole thing, which oh, really wow. sucks for the fans. Honestly, like a Russo yeah. brothers directed Secret Wars movie sounds fucking just ri- ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. hmm. Just we'll see how that plays out. I saw somebody, you know, if they pull the James Bond thing and just bu- like back up a truckload of money. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll do it anyway. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to start with Shang Chi? Sorry, oh my god, there's a whole scene in the movie dedicated to that. Yeah, uh, Shang Chi, or do we want to talk about What If first? I don't know what we started with last week. Was What If part of like what we've been watching? I think, I it, think was it was. Let's end. start with Shang Chi. Yeah. Well, because we did trailer and What If. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider Man trailer still so cool. Everybody, by the mm-hmm. way, if you haven't, uh, Doctor Octopus, so cool. Let's talk so about many that good, again. So many good Mephisto. Memes. Definitely Mephisto. Uh, Mephisto is in everything. Um, <laughs> the one that you sent earlier, Lauren, the meme was, was pretty good. <laughs> like, oh, of course, yeah. uh, we knew that, but Mephisto. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was like every every uh, MCU show, Mephisto, 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 Kang the Conqueror. I knew it was Kang the Conqueror yeah. all the time. <laughs> and then just the wink of Doctor Strange in the trailer, and then it Mephisto. said, Mephisto! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was man. like, did Joel create this? Yeah, I may yeah. have. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is technically the first Phase 4 movie. You know, we got Black Widow, but that was really more of a, you know, like a prequel kind of movie set in like a different time period in the MCU. So this is really kind of the first, like the the beginning of Phase 4. Um, mm-hmm. which I was very excited when I sat down and I was like, man. A new phase of the MCU right here before my very eyes. Um, and then I had a good time, man. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Shang-Chi. Before we get into spoilers, 
I know, I know. I always say I don't care about that shit. But this movie just came out, so maybe we'll do a little non-spoiler review real yeah. quick. Um, yeah. There's some there's some spoiler stuff in this. There's some huge spoiler stuff. <laughs> yeah. in um, I had a really good time, man. I am. I will say it's not my favorite MCU movie to date, but you know it's really hard to fucking beat Endgame um, and Winter Soldier. Like, God, how do you fucking beat that masterpiece? Um, I don't know. Uh, just because all the hype I was seeing from people like Koi, you know, on Twitter, um, kind of that whole like schmodown verse all of those like critics were like this is the best origin movie we've ever gotten from the mcu it's so good it's phenomenal i went in with like pretty high expectations and uh mm-hmm. i wasn't disappointed i'll say that because i do really like this movie but it wasn't that fucking good like it wasn't like yeah. the best mcu movie ever fucking made like jesus christ calm down people on the internet <laughs> what do you guys think <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you on that. Um, I I thought it was fun. I thought it was um, a bit of a departure from the MCU oh, traditionally, sure. but at the same time, some of it was very formulaic still. Yeah. So, like that, uh, I think is partly why I'm a little on the fence about the movie, um, at least uh, in regards to that hype. Um, but it was, it was definitely fun and I enjoyed how they kind of made fun of themselves in a way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, which we'll get into with spoilers, but. I will say it's the best use of a villain in a Marvel origin story, maybe. Um. Yeah, yeah, it was a very compelling. Yeah. Villain. Um, if they did anything right in this movie, and they did a ton of things right, but if they did anything right in this movie, it is the villain of this film is yeah, Tony, re- really good. Tony Leung is just oh my like, god, chef kiss, chef kills this movie. Kiss. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely talk yeah. about his performance, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I definitely agree with you guys in terms of you know, I went in with pretty high expectations. People's you know, oh, I'm gonna go see this movie like three more times opening weekend kind of stuff. I'm hearing, yeah. you know, and. And I think for me, you know, it's it's definitely uh, worthy of that praise. But I also kind of agree with you guys in the sense that, like, it's not perfect by any means. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there there's there's some stuff in this movie that I'm kind of like, hmm, you know. But for the yeah, most part, I, I could have think... used more out of, like, the final battle, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely some stuff. But, like, you know, so... With that said, like I think there's a lot of things this movie does right, right? One one of the things it in a lot of ways it feels very similar, probably the closest thing we've gotten to Iron Man, um, mm-hmm. you know, without like the sort of origin, even though it is an origin, it's not as 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 heavy into the origin side as it is just telling a story, yeah. um, about a yeah. father and a son. You know what I mean? So there's another, you know, it's more immediate... of a lore than an origin, exactly, yeah. and and you know. Obviously, like daddy issues, that's pretty much a a consistent like through most of like the phase one yeah. Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like with the exception of Steve Rogers, like I yeah. guess Banner too. Yeah. But there's a lot of daddy issues going on, you know, in these Marvel movies. So it's like that felt very very familiar and very similar to other things. But one of the things that I loved yeah. about this movie so much, and one of the things that surprised me about this movie is that it's not really interested in telling that origin story. Like, we see snippets of it, but it's like, 
Shang-Chi, like, there's a lot of history, like you said, a lot of lore that's already happened, and we're just barely yeah. sort of getting an insight into it. And well, Go ahead. There's one bit that, like, we actually don't even find out the detail of. Yeah, yeah. yeah At the true. end, like, I realized, I was like, oh, we never found that out. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it doesn't super matter. It's just, like, no. to your point, Taylor, that, like, it it, it doesn't matter because it's not a true origin story yeah yeah i mean most marvel origin stories like start with like the person having to like figure out how to use their powers right Mm -hmm. or their suits and pretty early on in this movie i mean from the trailers i thought that fucking bus scene would have been way way yeah yeah we find out pretty early on that like shang chi already knows how to fight like yeah you know what i mean like he's already a good fighter and so this isn't really like an origin story of how he becomes like shang chi this great mm-hmm. warrior it's like this dude already fucking kicks ass from yeah. like the beginning of the movie exactly yeah. and and it in that way it kind of feels similar to black panther where it's like even yeah. though we did yeah. get the origins of that like the movie just jumps right in right like this yeah. we're not going to worry about you know uh making you believe or explaining to you like how shang chi like got his skills you know what i mean like it just is and i think that was a really smart choice and it really brings it back to that idea of kind of being a phase one movie. Like basically we're seeing the birth of one of the new Avengers in this movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it's interesting because as we see the later on, Avengers there's, there's definitely hints as to what the next variation of the team is going to be. Um, but mm. uh, yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I really liked it. Uh, not perfect by any means. I think uh, the casting is excellent. Like aside from Tony Leung, you have Sima Liu uh, as well as Aquafina, who like never fails to deliver. Uh, I, got big, on... I got a big crush on Aquafina, dude. She, she was great. Seriously, yeah, like, she was she was great in this. Everything she's been in basically since um, since the farewell, uh, I've just absolutely loved her in. And even before that, like Crazy Rich Asians, she was uh, yeah. had like a small bit part in Ocean's Eight, and like every time yeah. she's in a movie i'm like i have to see that you know what i mean so big props um i also think the writing's pretty solid too like in general you know what i mean the the arcs are there um you know everybody has some sort of journey you know whether it be large or small um so yeah i think you know in terms of trying to accomplish all these things and set up a whole new side of the mcu that we've never done like the movie is very successful in in that respect yeah um so, yeah, I mean, those are kind of like my general thoughts, I guess, without getting into too much. Sweet. Spoiler time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first, the first spoiler I want to talk about is uh, uh, the hot dog vendor in Spider-Man mm. Homecoming. who says, yeah. do a flip. Yeah. Is uh, the YouTuber on yeah. uh, the bus. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, I used to be somewhat of a martial artist myself, so I'm going to be raiding this fight. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it was, which it was is so good. funny because this is in San Francisco. Yeah. Planes exist, Lauren. Yeah. I know, but like I expected Ant Man more than hot dog vendor from New York. He's yeah. on vacation, okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's on vacation in San Francisco. No, and I like uh, I love that I so A, I love the you know, the face value of like it just being like a funny moment where this guy's like, Hey, I'm gonna record this shit. But like it also is a little bit of a commentary on like the kind of things you do, Joel, on YouTube where it's like the reactors, you know? And he's yeah, like, Yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this thing. Give it a quick rating, you know. Like I love it. Oh just, it's... my dude! I okay. Hang it. I fucking sidebar from this movie real quick, which it's it's still related to the movie. Yeah. When I saw the movie, I like left the theater and I like didn't have my mask on, and I was like, oh fuck! Like where's my mask? Right? And it was that moment where I'm like standing outside, 
in like a sea of masks. And I'm like, everyone's going to think I'm a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> So like I ran back into the theater to like get my mask and then there's some dude like recording himself and he's like, yeah, so I give this movie like a fuck. And then he sees me and he's like, and he just like looks at me <laughs> and I like, walk up and I like pick my mask up and I start walking away and he's like, yeah, four out of five. So anyway, subscribe <laughs> and smash that like button. And I'm just like, was he like, streaming like that? Like, dude, that's great. You should have came in and be like, yeah, man, I really thought it was great. Like, <laughs> just come up and put my arm around. Yeah. <laughs> Guest reviewer. To, I'm the LA nerd, dude. Be like, just, yo, like, I have a podcast. Is. Like, that's your yeah, year. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be oh, funny. Oh, man. That's funny. Uh, do you, I, someone on Reddit was saying that this dude could be like the new Stan Lee cameo. And I wouldn't be upset about that, honestly. He's pretty funny. I think that's a little bit of a stretch, but. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. Uh, I feel like the Stanley cameo would have been the bus driver had he been alive still to this day. Yeah, probably. Probably. It's funny. I didn't really think about that, but it's like, yeah, this is kind of like the first. I guess Black Widow didn't have one either, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, interesting. Thinking about it forever. He probably would have been in prison if if he was in Black Widow. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Or he could have been at the uh, the tournament too. Would have been a good spot to throw him oh, in there, you yeah. Know, in like one yeah, of those true. glass boxes or whatever. Um, yeah. So I mean, like, uh, wh- like, how do you? Where do you guys want to start with this movie? Because there's so much to unpack. Yeah. Um, I mean, let me just throw this out right off the bat. Right. I think one of the best things this movie does in terms of the cultural importance, you know, of the mm. character in a movie like uh-huh. this is like it really gives. It really captures, you know, and obviously, like, I'm a white dude. Like, we're all white. Like, we don't what? have that, this sort of Asian-American experience that a lot of those, you know, people go through in coming to this country yeah. and trying to, you know, uh, like, Crazy Rich Asians kind of dealt with this, too, where it's like the the duality of, like, you know, um, legacy and yeah. family as opposed to, like, creating your own new identity, like, in a different country. And so yeah. I think this movie really captures that, like, in storytelling uh, yeah. form. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it really gives insight into what a lot of Asian Americans, like, deal with in, in coming to yeah. this country and, and adapting to, to a new culture. Um, so, you know, that's, like, a, a gr- base level sort of analysis that I think, you know, will come out a little bit more as we discuss these things. But uh, Yeah, and I think, I mean, it... it- I liked how from the first shot it was like unapologetically Asian. Mm-hmm. Like it started off with subtitles. Yeah. In probably feudal China. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if this shit was a Zack Snyder movie, they'd be speaking <laughs> fucking English. And you're like, Yeah. What? Exactly. Why? Yeah. Um, but they were like from the get go, they're like, guess what? <laughs> We're going to have another language throughout this. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So and there was never like another deal with on it. screen except for like, you know, like that scene where they when him and Aquafina come into like the family breakfast. Right. Like uh-huh. they're all speaking Chinese. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yeah. like they have no reason to speak English because they all speak Chinese. And you know, like the they, did speak, they did speak English in it, but, yeah, but grandma well, like, didn't. Them, so a well, lot of like, Chinese was in, yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, you know, on that note as well, I think there's something to be said for like the way the movie grapples with sort of the I mean, I'll just outright say it, like the racist origins of Shang-Chi and like a lot of the the lore behind the character. I mean, it, mm-hmm. if you look at things like the Mandarin or Fu Manchu, who is originally Shang-Chi's dad in the comics, like those are not mm-hmm. 
culturally accurate depictions of Asian characters, right? So yeah. one, one of the things I love about this movie is the way it sort of appropriates those things and like really makes it it's it's sort of like grappling with the racism of the past while appropriating those things to create a different future. Um yeah. and I really like that about the movie. So I mean to me it felt like a uh a kung fu movie meets kaiju movie mm-hmm. with a little bit of American Marvel thrown in. Yeah, definitely definitely some mysticism in there as well, you know, like yeah. um, Eastern mysticism and stuff like that. But but for the most part, you know, it's I think they do a really good job of like uh, updating those things for lack of a better word. I mean, the 10 yeah. rings, you know, right off the bat, like Yeah. They they could not be any different from what they did in the comics and still I think that like, you know, that conceit works. I think one of my mm-hmm. biggest complaints about the movie is actually that, like, the movie's called The Legend of the Ten Rings, and we don't really learn anything about the Ten Rings, which, when I was watching I mean, when I was watching the movie, I was, like, so-so on it, and obviously, when we get to the post-credits, like, they sort of address that to a certain respect, but... Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I just felt like, okay, I'd like to know a little... Just, just give me a hint, you know? Give me a tidbit about, like what is behind the rings, like how they work. And then mm-hmm. you lay that baseline. But that was one of those things for me when I was watching the movie. I was like, I really wish I had more, just a little bit more information on, on how the, you know, how this works sort of, mm-hmm. you know, sure. it's like, it's like a watching Dr. Strange and not understanding like how the eye of Agamotto works. Like that's kind of a crucial thing. You know what I mean? Even though it's barely hinted at, but still. So, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. I feel like they did that whole like uh, flashback to him, like conquering a lot of, like the early world and just kind of yeah. like there's there's the legend for you and yeah. you were like yeah okay yeah. is there more and they're like well Maybe. yeah and just the fact that like i think it's less about the fact that we are learning the legend in this and more about the fact that like people thought it was just a legend but like it Ooh. actually exists that's a good yeah. That's a good good point. That's a good interpretation. And, you know, I did read something about this uh, movie in terms of originally they had like more of that in in the film, Mm -hmm. uh, especially in the flashback stuff. And as they were getting into post on the movie, they sort of realized that that wasn't necessary to tell the story, which I do agree with. Right. Um, Yeah. But in the in the sense of the larger MCU, the implications of how important a character like Shang-Chi is going to be moving forward, like, that's where that would have been a little bit more helpful. But um, yeah, but I think if the post credits gives us any clue, I think we are. I think it's gonna come about in a lot of different ways. Ab- so. Absolutely, and 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 you know it's pretty clear now. But they basically like Mephisto. Mephisto. Mephisto's behind it all. Mephisto's <laughs> uh, rings, right? Oh my, dude! For God. a second, when they were talking about the the thing, uh, spoilers, the thing behind the wall or behind the gate, mm. and how it was like. <laughs> talking like the people like the loved ones or whatever i was like mephisto mephisto, <laughs> mephisto? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no and so point being though is that they uh basically wrote that post-credit scene to address that issue so it's like without oh, that okay. without that post-credit scene it would have been an issue for me but the fact that it's like okay we acknowledge that we didn't teach you much about this that was intentional we promise you you're gonna learn more like i'm okay yeah. with that you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so also, I guess we should clarify the mid credits. Oh yeah, if sorry, that matters to people. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um. So, um, I'm trying to remember what the post credits was now. It's the. Um, it's the so, reveal. If you will. It, it, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll just call it the uh, reveal. Um. Uh, so, are, do we want to do like a beat by beat breakdown, or just like nah, a we, we don't or have to a... go beat by beat. But I do want to talk about how that that fucking bus fight scene is mm-hmm. like just top tier, dude. Insane. Uh, not a lot of shaky cam. Not a lot of cuts. You know, just yep. fucking really good martial arts action, dude. It's fucking yep. yeah. Awesome. So, I really that was something I I really enjoyed was the fight style that was like it was a cool combo of and and I'm not well versed at all in martial arts so I don't know if some of it was uh taken from specific styles however it seemed to me what is looked at as more of a traditional fighting martial art mixed with to me what felt like dance um yeah in a yeah. lot of, uh, especially the Talo fighting styles, mm-hmm. um, was really, really cool and interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, I think I mentioned this before when we talked about the the, the trailers, but uh, Bill Pope shot this. I mean, this is a guy that shot The Matrix, mm-hmm. like has some of the best martial and arts. Pilgrim. And Scott Pilgrim. And Scott Pilgrim, which both of those movies have some of the yeah. best fight scenes, like... And it's funny because if you look at both of those movies and then you look at Shang-Chi, you can see a lot of those threads in terms of literal shots that like, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the big fight with the sword and Scott Pilgrim when they're at, um, uh, what's his face, his base, there's like Gideon's base, there's like overhead shots where he's like fighting, right? He does the exact same shit in this movie. And then there's shots that feel very similar to the Matrix where it's like these pristine wide shots that just show you everything and like there's no hiding anything and like you play the shots out and it's just really well done in my opinion and I think you know obviously there uh, a lot of like stunt people and choreography but just on a on a visual level I think having Bill Pope on this movie like just adds so much to it um mm-hmm. which by the way he's credited as William Pope on this one and he's never used his full name before so I was like <laughs> I wonder why that is <laughs> that's weird yeah right um, I wonder if it was a thing of like you know how names were so uh, significant in the movie. Yes, like proper like given mm-hmm. names. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Also, also, no. I, it's now that you bring that up, Lauren. I do want to touch on that because I thought one of my favorite jokes was the Sean joke, where I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, it sounds like she's calling him Shang or Shang, but she's really saying Sean, you know. And I was like, yeah. I, and then they make the joke about it, but I think what's so brilliant about that, aside from like the face value of being a fun joke in the movie, is that it's about that cultural appropriation, yeah. right? Like yeah. that—that that is literally one of those examples of like what this movie's trying to do them- uh, thematically, you know? Um, yeah. And I just found that to be like a nice little tidbit, you know what I mean? It's again, this is the type of movie that you know every choice at least on the storytelling perspective on the page is like intentional uh mm-hmm. and you know a lot of marvel movies like somewhat forget that sometimes in terms of making every moment count so you know i really appreciated that yeah um, the, the 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 i like that joke on the plane where she's like that's like if my name was gina and i changed it to gina, to gina. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and 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 you know like it speaks to that idea of the um the asian american experience in terms of like you know we we see they have like their chinese name and then they have their american name and mm-hmm. the way that they use the american name to sort of uh br- like uh integrate themselves into society yeah. you know what i mean and feel like not like an outsider right and uh, again the the battle between those two worlds is something that's really interesting 
Uh, just yeah. generally speaking, you know, let alone in this movie. So, yeah, I really liked um, like the obviously the fight scene on the bus is a little fantastical with the fact like it getting cut in half and shit. Um, yeah, yeah. But like a lot Which, of the fight scenes. Go ahead. Side note. I have a lot of questions about Razor Fist. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mostly, where does that blade go? Yeah. It's in like his in his little fist. It's like De- Deadpool in, in, in like, Origins Wolverine. In his arm? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it just comes out of that little thing that's on his wrist or like his forearm Is it or whatever. A retractable like yeah, a like how does, how blade do you, then? How do you bend your arm when a, when you have a blade stuck up at like that? Ah, <laughs> I don't know. It's made of like molten energy or whatever. It yeah. probably just like materializes. I don't know. Hey, if but he people... cuts it off and replaces it. He does do that at the end. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a mystery. Like said, it's nanotech, right? It, we'll just say it's nanotech. Yeah, yeah. That's what the MCU does <laughs> yeah. all the time. It's nanotech. We're good. Sorry, though. I cut you out, Joel. No, that's fine. But I do still love that there were, like, fantastical fight scene moments, even though a lot of this was, like, practical fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, the fighting on, like, the scaffolding, right? Like, mm. pretty physically impossible. But, like, they're combining <laughs> that with the elements of, like, just regular martial arts, right? Yeah. And then, like when she's like falling off on like the bamboo stick or whatever, and he like Ooh. he like parkours his way over there to like yeah. save her. Realistically, she'd probably die. But they like yeah. they incorporated these like superhero elements into just being like a martial arts movie, mm-hmm. which I yeah. you know it's yeah. very much like a Marvel superhero movie still, and they find these little ways to like show that like yeah. in, in in like the bus scene where he's like climbing on the outside of the bus and then, you know, like the scaffolding scene. I th- thought it was a nice touch to like make him like a superhero and not just like a martial artist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. I think a good example of that too is that, that sort of prologue scene that takes place in the sanctuary or whatever, where it's very like uh, crouching tiger esque, you know, where it's like, yeah. oh, like you said, Lauren, like almost like a dance, you know, like it's, yeah. it's almost more choreography than it is fighting. Um, yeah. And but yeah, I mean, that speaks to kind of that that sort of idea, Joel. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I mean, they pretty I mean, after the bus scene, they, you know, they start the movie with he's got this like postcard. That we don't really know what it's for. And then it turns out that like right after the bus thing, we find out that it's like he well, he thinks he got it from his sister. So they go on this like mission to Macau to find the sister. And this is uh the big uh the big like underground fight scene that we see mm-hmm. in uh the trailers as well where we've got wong fighting abomination and we kind of you know there was some speculation like is it wong or are we just mm-hmm. only like super oh. racist because it's an agency <laughs> yeah, right. uh but it ends up that it was wong and yeah. it also yeah. ends up that he is like in like training with, like setting yeah. this fight up with abomination yeah so um like using him to like make money on the side i guess i don't or, know right yeah. something but like so first thing i noticed is that abomination has evolved just as much as probably the hulk has since that so like yeah. that was the first surprise where it's like this is not like a feral abomination you know it's like more of the the, the controlled like he seems to mm-hmm. be able to speak um i think he has like one or two lines um mm-hmm. And yeah, and then and then, you know, like you said, Joel, we we sort of learned that they're in cahoots together. And for me, it really I almost saw it as like Wong, like taking it's like taking a lost little puppy, you know, like, like, that seems like kind of the relationship they had based on what we saw. But it's hard to say because there's so little of it. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to analyze the little short second we get when he when he does the sling ring Mm -hmm. and like when they're leaving the background kind of looks like there's like a jail cell, right? Like mm. kind of like what like 
Thor was in in like mm. Avengers or whatever, right? Yeah. It looked like maybe he had like hmm. I don't know. There's there's like this big theory that in No Way Home, Doctor Strange is like capturing all these villains from the multiverse. Mm. Um, so when the multiverse goes crazy, that like they don't run rampant, right? And like yeah. gives them like a head start, right? Yeah. And you know that's how like Doctor Octopus and Electro are like you know they break out or whatever is this mm-hmm. is this quote unquote jail we see in the background of this like sling ring shot like is that where he's keeping all these villains you know like is dr mm-hmm. strange out there capturing all these bad guys it's like i don't remember i i always assumed a, abomination was at raft right so it's like yeah, yeah. where they, is they, he where is he actually they've n- they've never really said and i mean it could yeah. really be anything but I just for a second, Joel, I'd love to point out how you how you co-op this conversation into one about the Spider-Man trailer. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh... <laughs> I had to, I had to point it out. Um, no, yeah, and I mean it could it could go a lot of different ways, and I think that's what's really interesting in terms of them saying like, hey, there's like a bunch of stuff over here that like you didn't even know what was happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like hopefully. You know, uh, maybe another tease to the to the Thunderbolts as well, like we talked about previously uh, during. What was it? Uh, was it Falcon? F- yeah, I yeah. Think so. I, yeah. I don't know why Wong would be involved with that. You know well, what I mean? no, I'm like... just, I'm just saying, like that could be the lead into that. Like, yeah. I'm not saying Wong is involved with that, but I mean, or maybe Wong is breaking Abomination out of Raft every now and then to make a couple extra bucks on the side. You I, know? Mean, you never know. <laughs> I, I love, uh, I, you know, again, going back to the Spider-Man trailer, you know, we do see Wong is traveling, right? Yeah. So what yeah. we kind of theorize is that, oh, maybe he's like going to, to do this, you know, but I think it's pretty clear that's not the case, but Point being is that Wong's a busy guy, as we learn. Yeah. Like they, he's he's doing all kinds of different shit. So I would not be surprised if there's like you know that little side story or a little hustle yeah. he has going on the side or whatever it may be. <laughs> so uh, before we get to them, like so, yes, Shang Chi meets his sister in this thing. They fight, um, but when they're like leading him up to like the main fighting arena, there's a lot of cool little like. Was mm-hmm. that the blob? We don't know. It was just a big fat guy fighting. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We did, I think, get a an extremist Iron Man 3 cameo. We did. Uh, yep. There was As, a guy who was like all glowing red and like fighting in one of the cages or whatever yeah, you call it. Yeah, so the, the person he's fighting is actually one of the widows from Black, the Black Widow Widows. Black well. Widows, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, cool. And that's yeah, why he, when he has that line, Ronnie, Ronnie Chang, by the way, let's just give Ronnie Chang a round of applause because the I did not, I had no yeah. idea he was in this movie. Or at least I don't remember him being cast in this movie. So when he showed up, I was just like, yes. It's exactly what this movie needs. Um, yeah, he was great. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. Yep. Uh, yeah, so Shang-Chi meets his sister in the fighting ring. He doesn't know it's going to be her. They have a pretty good tussle, you know, but he does the classic, like, I'm not going to fight you thing. And then he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they find out that the sister never sent the postcard. The dad is trying to get these pendants that they both wear um, that were given to them by their mother. That's when the big scaffolding scene happens, the big mm-hmm. the big fight. Yeah. Um, so just just really quick, did they explain, because it was kind of, I saw this movie at the drive-in, so there were certain things that like didn't come off as clear, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of an actual theatrical. Did they explain the importance of the pendants? Were those the things that yeah, gave them those the were map, the- right? They the, were the eyes to okay. the dragon yeah. that okay, released yeah, with, the water. Yeah, 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 I got you. Okay, cool. That's I, I, that's what I thought, but I didn't catch that detail. So yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So we get that whole cool scaffolding scene, and then we get like uh, 
Shang-Chi versus um what's the 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 dude in the ninja mask has like a name. I don't know. Uh, I forget they never yeah. named him in the movie, so I don't know. Oh, they know. never named him in the movie, but he does have like a comic book. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Forgetting now. But yeah. anyway, I, I got some heavy James Bond fucking vibes in that fight scene against the mm. the neon light. Um and holy shit, that yep. fight scene is so yep. good. It's it's kind of too short almost. Like it felt like yeah. it should have gone on longer. <laughs> For sure. But that's when we, I think, get introduced to Wen Wu in the modern day for the first time, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he kidnaps fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And just uh, in general, like the the calculated malevolence, if you will, of like uh, Zen Wu in this movie, or sorry, Wen Wu. Yeah. Wen Wu. Yeah. Uh, is just so brilliant, right? Like he's he's got a very calm and collected and, you know, like controlled demeanor, but this is a yeah. person who is an absolute monster, right? And I love I love that dichotomy of someone who could like be your best friend and then like fucking just murder someone within a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Be your dad and then try to kill you. Yeah, I mean it's it very much it, 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 this is definitely much uh a much larger scale but it kind of reminds me of that moment in infinity war where like thanos Mm -hmm. like finds gamora and he's like being super sweet to her while people are getting murdered in the background you know so it's like that same kind of idea expanded on i do um i really enjoy when he's like i told my men they wouldn't be able to kill you and it's like but did you yeah. know that? Like, you did you know that for sure? Like, what if they just went out there and they actually fucking murdered him? Like, well, I, I don't. I doubt. Yeah, exactly. He was like, you, you think like, I'm yeah, glad you well, proved you me right or whatever. But yeah, 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 yeah. They do get kidnapped though. They get brought to whatever the Ten Rings compound, and we get uh, mm-hmm. a cameo that I was not expecting. I was not expecting this cameo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I okay. Whatsoever. I want to I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on this, Joel. Does this cameo reconcile your hatred for Iron Man 3? No, but <laughs> I still but I still love the cameo so much. Okay. Fucking I think it rec- it retcons it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I and mean, they did, did that with All Hail the King, yeah. right? The no, little, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But like in that regard, like I think it makes up for it in the sense that like it further retcons and builds off of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are there are so, many other reasons instead of I being like, oh, Iron that Man never 3. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah totally. There are yeah. many other reasons I dislike Iron Man three that aren't yeah. uh, Trevor Slattery. Well, I know uh, that was a big one for you though. Like was, we, we've yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. that before. Yeah, I do so, love yeah. at the dinner. So scene, that is the cameo, by the way. Sir Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley is, is, is back. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Ben Kingsley. Yeah. God damn it, sir. What were we gonna say, Joel? Something about the dinner oh, I was scene? Just, yeah, I love how uh, he kind of addresses that. He's like, people have tried to like, uh, people have tried to be me in the past. They've tried to like uh, mimic me, mm-hmm. and he's like the Mandarin. You know, like he yeah. brings up, he's like, he named himself after a piece of chicken, and it was yeah. like, uh, I just love yeah. how he was just so unimpressed with the name and of the Mandarin. American, yeah. America was afraid of an orange. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> which I just. Scott is also probably an entendre of Trump, maybe. <laughs> maybe. 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 Um, uh, but I do mm-hmm. love that, like, he is he is playing, like, the Mandarin in this movie. No, right? yeah. He that's... is, like, he's the yeah. dude with the ten rings. Yeah. But he's, like, yeah. but he, like, 
shucks off that name like so nonchalantly, yeah. and I fucking mm-hmm. love it. He's yeah. like, I'm fucking Wen Wu, motherfucker. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, and it really speaks to that sort of the way the movie tackles that appro- the cult- cultural reappropriation. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. yeah, and and. I think it's it's funny because the the way he says it reminded me, of course, of uh, Jonathan Majors and Loki, where he's like, "I've yeah. been called many names, Kang yeah. the Conqueror, <laughs> you know, like no big deal, like the Mandarin." Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I really, uh, I really like that scene in general. Really drives home like that's a crucial scene thematically for the movie, especially because it deals with all the things that we've already discussed. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and it gets Aquafina to like give her Chinese name, which, mm-hmm. like, I guess throughout the movie, like, you... I don't know if you just kind of assumed she didn't have one, or she didn't yeah. know it, but, like, she yeah. does have one, but she still goes by Katie. Mm-hmm. You know? So that was a nice little scene as well. But, yeah, Trevor Slattery, I... Look, that shit is funny, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it... I hate admitting that it works for me because I don't <laughs> like his character in Iron Man 3. Yeah. Um, but it's so good here. I mean, he's like, they were gonna murder me, and I busted out into a scene of... uh Macbeth, and they and yeah. Macbeth. Yeah. loved it so much that they kept me. And she's like, so you're the jester? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then I and also... And then it seems like he does that performance weekly as well yeah. because yeah, yeah. he was rehearsing it when they came in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he just, he's just the court the court jester. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and it's funny because once you hear him, like, moaning, you know, they hear the noise, they hear the voice, and then they go in, and I just yeah. turned to Sarah, and I was like, it has to be Slattery. Because part of it is that they actually uh, put All Hail the King back on Disney Plus like yeah. this previous week. And they so did, when yes. I saw that, I was oh like, God. oh, well, that can only mean one thing, you know? Not yeah. to say that I let, like had predicted it, but, you know, as soon as I heard that voice, like that thought came to mind. I was like, I, yeah. It's the him. moaning, yeah. the moaning, I didn't get, but when they opened the door and I saw like the lead the scarf, lights. I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, yeah. the lead scarf!" It's yeah. the fucking. There's, there's only one fucking British actor this could be. Yeah, um, um, and I thought it was gonna be a quick cameo, but he's in it for the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. and, and well, from and, that point on, he's, oh god, he's in the it's movie. Also. I just gotta say, him and Morris, Morris. like that whole dynamic mm-hmm. is. You can so- see him. Great, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so good, and, and and that he can understand him. Where's right. his face? And he goes, "No, he's sensitive about that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny, man. Um, yeah, and and you know, I think the most impressive thing about bringing this character back is how they actually gave him a real arc, if you will. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a big yeah. arc, but they gave him enough to like justify the character, right? Like. One of my yeah. favorite tidbits, like about learning more about Trevor, is how he got into acting. And he's like, oh, well, yeah. "Remember what he said? <laughs> oh he's my like, god! He's like, what was it? He said he saw something. <laughs> the something- planet, planet, oh planet yeah, of the planet apes. of the apes, yeah." <laughs> and, and he thought, "Oh, if, if they can teach monkeys how to act, <laughs> that's <laughs> so incredible. Then I can do it." Or he's like, "I thought that the monkeys were really riding horses, and they go yeah. to say like." Oh, but it's people, right? But he cut yeah. them like, oh, you realize that it was, he's like, yeah, that they were just acting that they were riding horses. <laughs> yeah. Like, still, he still, still it thinks monkeys. it's monkeys. Like, it's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny that he's so dumb. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. even the bit later in, in the, in the third act where he's like, Shh, I'm doing a performance and he's like pretending yeah, you think to be he's dead. dead. He's yeah. playing dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. And, I, and I, then he, he like, down here. He, I yeah. also just loved how <laughs> Morris, I, like lays down and like traditionally like animal plays dead like on yeah. his yeah, back yeah, yeah. 
And he just kind of gives Morris a look of like he's judging his performance. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I have no notes. This is ridiculous. I have notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, uh, they don't. Ex- so, like, yeah, Mephisto. Uh, no. <laughs> Dweller when in Darkness, hearing- Mephisto. Yeah. The Dweller in Darkness is Mephisto. Uh, when we was hearing these voices that he thinks is the wife, um, he's got this big heart on to like get to Talo and like break open this gate, um, which I honestly thought kind of was like the gate to the multiverse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When they were showing, when they were showing the kind of like the panor- the diorama, which I mean. Who who in a city is like this is our diorama of our history, um, but they I mean like, plenty of places. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think that's a very sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. When they were showing the creatures, I almost I almost thought it was going to be um, uh, Shumagorath, you know, because we've gotten mm-hmm. a few of those hints with the tentacles mm-hmm. in yeah. a couple of the what if episodes. And the creature had tentacles, and I was like, "Oh fuck, are they gonna like tie in like the multiverse and Shumagorath? Like, is that is that gate like the gate to the multiverse?" And no, it just ended up being a fucking weird bat creature with tentacles. Um, yeah, I mean, well, it's it's interesting because um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Dweller in Darkness actually has ties to Strange as well, right? So it's like right. there's already that cross pollination that's happening with these characters. Um, uh huh. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I I think it, I, I had no expectations in terms of how this was going to, especially in the third act, how it was going to tie in. Um, yeah. I think this the movie does a really good job of like not worrying about that and just letting it be what it is. Super weird, and it gets even weirder in the third act. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, there could. I think this is the. Let's just put it this way. It's kind of the tease into probably what these characters will, will sort of encounter next in terms of Shang and um, and Strange as well. Mm. So, like, I look at it as kind of like the, the way Doctor Strange, the movie, was, you know, in terms of, like, we're just barely going to sort of get, get into scratch the tip. Scratch the surface. Of, scratch yeah, the surface. Yeah. We're barely just touching the tip of the iceberg. And then the sequel can, like, kind of go balls to the wall. Oh my god! And is it ever going to? Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. They get to Talo before when Wu does because Morris knows the way to get there. A little bit of a Deus Ex um, Machina to me, but okay. Yeah, I no, buy it. it is, I buy it. It is for sure. Uh, the, the the whole thing about like there's only one way to get in and it's like all right well okay yeah but actually, but now there's actually two ways to yeah get in. yeah <laughs> all right mm-hmm. uh, I do enjoy that they uh, use like dragon scales as like weapons and armor like that's pretty fucking cool yeah um, yeah though the dragon we see doesn't have scales like the great protector or whatever mm-hmm. does, it has like fur like it doesn't have scales so like what yeah. fucking I dragon thought, has fucking scales I thought the white bits of it were scales and then the the red bits were fur. I don't know because it was kind of like flowing in the wind. It looked like to me. It didn't look like there were any scales on that dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could, I could be wrong because I, but... I thought it was the same scales that um, uh, I don't remember her name, uh, but his sister, since she had the white. Well, but his were red, right? Like no, I know, but it was red. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there were any scales on that dragon. So I was like, where are all these fucking dragon scales coming from? But uh, it's cool that they use dragon scales as like. Oh wait, hold on! No, no, no! You know what it is? Is that they said in the beginning, uh, or in the legend that that the great protector gave them the gift of the scales. So I th- I think maybe mm. 
it gave them its scales for oh, for okay. protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They okay. just have like I can a, see that. They have like a that. like a Fort Knox of dragon scales just hanging out yeah. somewhere. Yeah, you know? like, no <laughs> probably for a rainy day. Um, I will or say maybe the third it, act of maybe this it movie, sheds. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it like re it regrows them every season. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I will say the third act, I think, was kind of my least favorite of the movie. I'm not going to lie. A lot of the cooler fight scenes happened on, like, the bus and, you know, the scaffolding. Um, I don't know. I just feel I do. I do like when Shang-Chi kind of challenges Wen Wu here in the final battle and just kind of gets his, like, shit rocked, which Mm -hmm. is, like, I really enjoyed that. Where, like, Wen Wu didn't really hold back. He, like, he punched his ass into the water and thought, like, well, that's that. Like, I just murdered my son. Yeah. Um, little did he know there's a fucking dragon in the water. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I really didn't like that. The final battle kind of just devolved into like a, like a Kaiju, you know, like yeah. Godzilla versus Kong, you know, it That's was like, exactly it's, what it felt like. Honestly, I, don't, I, don't I got those vibes too. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't yeah. give a fuck about it. like yeah. you said, and like, and like Zhao Ling has no, like has no stake in the final battle with her dad either. Like it's just Shang-Chi over on the other side of the Island, like fighting his dad. Like, yeah, she kind of like misses out on that whole thing. She gets there and like, he's already dead. Yeah. Uh, and then it gets into like a kaiju battle. And I, I like, think Ugh. that's actually intentional based on what we see in the post credit scene. Um, sure. it, to me, it kind of felt like I like obviously we don't realize it at the time, but in retrospect, it felt like she was kind of like, I'm going to let them fight. Whatever happens, happens. I'm going to take Maybe, over the yeah. 10 rings, you know, like yeah, yeah. that. That's kind of the vibe I got. But I could also be wrong because it's so fucking oblique. At this I point. also thought like because he Shang-Chi uh, quoted his father saying, you know, a a blood debt has to be paid with blood. Yeah, so yeah. it kind of felt like he was paying like yeah. or getting revenge for his sister, basically like yeah, okay. paying that debt, you know, for sure. The most savage line of all time though, is when he was like, even if you got mom back, what makes you think she would want anything to do with you? And it was like, bow, yeah. bow, 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 bow. I mean, it really gets oh, to the dude, heart. Murder, you know, like... <laughs> murder him twice. Yeah. yeah. He's already stop. He's already dead. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wish there's just more of that Shang Chi and Wen Wu fight than there were like the big monster fight. Because like, yeah. yeah, I loved how he just so easily like, you know, like he learned the ways of like the Talo fighting from his aunt and just was kind of like fucking the rings up. Yeah, which was you know, dude, he almost Kamehameha at his dad. Like that. Yeah, shit right. Don't they say that to, where he, at the end in the bar scene where they almost Kamehameha at him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some shit like that. But no, and and I think that's like one of my big issues going back to the the function of the the rings right for me it's all about creating that internal logic like i'm not i don't care about the the realism aspect of it right but creating an internal logic like how the rings work on a basic level right one of the Mm -hmm. things that kind of that i sort of questioned while i was watching especially the fight you know between between them was like how shang was pulling control of the rings like from his father right at a certain point, like they each kind of have like it's like a half and half. Each of them has like five of the rings. Yeah. And I didn't really quite understand like how that was working. You know what I mean? And like how that power dynamic shifted again. Not a huge issue, but it's one of those things that's like this fight because he's because he's the rightful owner. I don't know. Well, you know that's he's what I'm saying. Like because like, his mother, you know, is in his heart or whatever. Yeah. Like, and it's like, know. oh, you know, the 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 mysticism that he learned or whatever. I don't, yeah. Again, 
I will say the mechanics quibble. of how the rings actually work, though, are pretty fucking cool. They're how, really like, fucking cool. When like, he went to jump from one island to the other, it, like, propelled him, right? Mm-hmm. But then we yeah. see, like, he's a human, so how's he going to land? He's yeah. just going to die, right? But then as he goes to land, they show him, like, shoot them out again to, like, stop him yeah. to, like, get yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. That's, like, an almost an overlooked thing about, like, if, if like humans had super jumping when they just like splat on the ground yeah right? yeah exactly but, like, it showed him like stopping himself with the rings and i was exactly. like Damn. yeah they, they like they took that tiny detail and like addressed it and i think that mm-hmm. i i remember seeing it in theater and being like i appreciate that tiny little detail i'm gonna talk about that on the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> seriously no absolutely and i think they like that's what i'm saying like in terms of adapting what the 10 rings were and what they are in the film like they did a brilliant job of like taking that and maybe even making them more powerful than they were in the comics. It's kind of hard to say because the rings were pretty powerful in the comics, but you know, they also can't, the rings in the comics kind of do a similar thing to the infinity stones. So they had to differentiate it in that way and like make it unique to, to the story. So I think that, you know, again, they did a really nice job with that. Um, I will say watching like the fighting style of the rings. Cause like, Sometimes he just uses them to make his like fist punches really strong. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Sometimes he like throws them. You know what yeah. I mean? They're like they're really multi, you know, useful. Faceted. Yeah, they're yeah. multifaceted yeah. when you're coming to murdering people. These rings can do it all. Yeah. These rings can murder people <laughs> in many ways. Well, and then there's like the, there's also like the 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 little details of like how the rings stack, right? When he's punching yeah. the wall, like you see him oh, he transfer puts on one hand, on one yeah. hand and yeah. it gives like him more, like stuff like that was really smart, so you know, cool. like that shows us. Making a super yeah. punch. Yeah, exactly. He's uh, like, I always love watching people get their comeuppance. You know that about me. Right. Uh, so even though like when we was the bad guy, I do like when he, uh, man, we skipped over this whole part where like he does give up the 10 rings for like a very long time. Like yeah. he meets Shung's mother. Do you think Shung is like his first name or is it just like Shang-Chi is like one whole name? Anyway. Uh, I think it's one whole name. Yeah, when Sh- when 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 Shang Chi's mom dies, uh, or like when they meet, he gives up the rings, has the kids, is having a great life. Then the mom dies, and he's like, he's like, I no longer have anything in my life. But it's like, dude, you're fucking kids, you fucking asshole. Uh, yeah. But he's like, I have nothing left in my life. I'm gonna put these rings back on. And then he goes and he like murders the dudes that fucking killed his wife. And I was like, hell yeah, in front of his <laughs> child, in front of his son. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's a minor detail, yeah. but. Uh, you know me i love getting father of the year so yeah. i was like fuck yeah get those motherfuckers yeah. dude totally and just how like brutal that the emotion yeah. of like that you know that action is is like really well um executed for sure and yeah we do find out then that he kind of like uh that's kind of the whole blood debt thing he gets like shang chi to like agree to like help him like find the last because there's the one last guy who like was responsible mm-hmm. for the mom's death and that's a big part of showing she's background that i think you were talking about earlier lauren that we don't really yeah. find out is like that was talks the about thing like, exactly he tells katie that he never killed the guy who murdered his mom because he was sent on this mission and he said he didn't go through with it but you find out that he does but they don't really give any details into that yeah mm-hmm. um, well also on top of that another thing i realized that we didn't get an answer to which is probably because it's connected to that is like then how did he go into hiding like how did he well, get to the states still, and stuff? You know, I assume he still went on the mission, and then no, just no, like, I mean, but I just mean like the mission happened. He went yeah. into hiding, but how did he do that? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, stuff and things. Exactly. Grimes would say stuff uh, and I, things. I got stuff going on, Lori. Things. Things. Still, still one of my favorite lines. <laughs> of, one of my favorite bad lines of all time. Stuff. Just, yeah. <laughs> 
They got stuff going on, Lori. <laughs> what kind of stuff? Things. Like, oh, uh, God damn it. So and things. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Katie has a good redeeming moment in this thing where she's like, she's got a natural ability with a bow and arrow. Uh, I mean, Katie Bishop much. Come on. You're going to call her Katie and Hawkeye's coming out. Like, just give her a different fucking name. Like, <laughs> and she shoots arrows. No, that's what I'm saying. It was like, such yeah. a, I feel like that's such a weird oversight on like their part. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but she does. She does lend a really big battle, uh, dude. Unless Maldiverse. She's a different Katie Bishop. Yeah. Ooh. That probably won't happen, but it would be cool if it did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the big uh, not the the big dragon. That's definitely not Fing Fang Foom uh, yeah. is getting its soul sucked out by the Night Dweller. What's it called? The demon um, dweller, the the, um, the big dweller dark, of darkness. darkness, the dweller of darkness. Uh, damn! For a second there, I honestly thought that it was gonna get the soul, dude. I was like, oh, yeah, God. yeah. It kind of had me going for a second. Yeah. Uh, but Katie hits it with one single dragon arrow, which mm-hmm. I think is uh, also kind of a weird oversight. Like, it's this giant, powerful being. It hits with one arrow, and it's like, ooh, ow. Yeah. Uh, and then Shang Chi just fucking mouth fucks it with all 10 rings and uh yeah. rips them out of its fucking chest yeah and he wins kamehameha is him yeah kamehameha um i think what was the sp- uh, the species of the dragon did they mention it because i think that uh mm-hmm. that actually i don't could... know if it's a maculon okay because the maculon is so but yeah. i think that that they kind of tease that a little bit yeah we'll we'll get there exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely also had that. Uh, yeah, I have two theories on it. Yeah, we'll get there. One of them is not Mephisto, I promise. <laughs> but the other might be. But the other might be. Uh, they win, and then they go back to regular life. And I really do love this uh, stark contrast. Uh, stark contrast of uh, in the beginning of the movie when this friend that they're having like drinks with is like kind of like making fun of them for being like like just valets right yeah and then they cut back to them being like and then we did this and then we fought all these dragons and it's like they had yeah. no chill of trying to like hide this like like it, taylor if this shit happened to me i would think i was on a really crazy drug trip and i would not come to you and be like taylor you'll never believe what just happened like, <laughs> i don't want you to think i'm fucking crazy right but they're yeah. just telling their friends this whole story like then we met morris then fucking like boom the, the fucking 10 rings and the friend is like, okay, I get it. You're mocking me. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. And then Wong is not only in this movie once. Wong is in this movie twice. Twice. The sling ring opens up behind them at this bar. Well, technically three times. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, well, I think that still counts as kind of the same scene, right? Yeah. No? All right, all right, fine. Anyway, the end of the movie is they go through, like, a sling ring. Uh because Wong is like Shang Chi, we need. And why does Katie go with him though? I just want to know that part. It's like because she has- she's the multiverse version of Kate Bishop. <laughs> because so, they're best friends, Joel. Yeah, because they're best. Hey Taylor, I'm gonna go fight. Uh, I I have superpowers, Taylor. I'm gonna go fight uh, some super bad guys over here. You, you want to come with me? Yeah, can I come with you? I can bring a bow with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I don't die. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, they leave through the sling ring with Wong and then we get a mid-credit scene of uh Wong and fucking Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. not as the and... Hulk. Yes. And Captain Marvel. Yes. Uh but Bruce Banner, not as the Hulk. What's right? Yeah. There? So that's Wasn't he Perma Hulk? That was what I my well, first 
takeaway was like, okay, what happened to Professor Hulk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. His his arm, but was his in, arm's like, still in sling. sling. So, but he was uh, he he like gave that whole speech in fucking Endgame about like you know combining yeah. the two. So, mm-hmm. I have a theory. Maybe it has something to do with the blood transfusion for his cousin in She Hulk. Um, oh, that could make a lot of sense. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. You know, we'll get there when the time comes. But Captain Marvel's there too, not rocking the undercut. Um, yeah. yeah. But they're dissecting, like, you know, a hologram of the rings. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they were saying that, like, when Shang-Chi put them on, it activated some sort of beacon mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, and that's why they were gold and not blue, like when Wen Wu had them on. Yeah. And yes, what is this beacon? Who is this beacon for? Why is it activating now and not a thousand fucking years ago? Because mm-hmm. Wen Wu's Mephisto. had them on for a long Mephisto. Yeah. Um, they're the 10 rings of Mephisto. Uh, one of those theories, yes, is the Maculons, um, which, if you don't know, is like a species of like a species, a species of uh, <laughs> you know, a species, dog. A uh, species. That was pretty know. funny. A species. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> it's a species oh, of like shape shifting, like humanoid dragons, right? That's like what Bing Fang Foom is, is like yeah. uh, a Maculon. Um, yeah. So, like, is this, like, a beacon from the Maculons? Like, you know, oh, someone worthy, put these on. We must now go find them. Are we going to see Fing Fang Foom in, like, you know, Shang-Chi 2? Another theory, another theory. Okay, I have three theories. I do. Another theory <laughs> is, like, uh, it's a test from the Celestials, you know, like, uh, mm. uh, like when, when the time comes, which I guess would be, like, the dweller of darkness or the he who remains in the darkness whatever the fuck yeah. that thing was called you know yeah. there was a big test right like when 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 shang chi passed the test did that activate the beacons for the celestials is this going to tie into eternals you know mm. that's that's another theory because the turn like the whole thing about the eternals is like we you know ah the time is now or whatever the fuck um my third theory mephisto no it's not it's not it's not mephisto uh my third theory is that these rings are actually from the future and they're from Nathaniel Richards, and it's Kang the Conqueror. The beacon has activated, and Kang is related. I don't know. Hmm. Even though they say that, like, Banner specifically says that they're even older than a thousand years. Well, he, I think, I think he only says that because he doesn't know how old they are, right? So, yeah. like, no, he says something about their in inscription dna makeup whatever indicates that they're even older than that gotcha but maybe king the conqueror went back in time and put them there maybe king the cock he travels time he's a guys, time, he's a guys, time traveler can, can we just maybe. agree that perhaps it was agatha all along mephisto <laughs> uh no the king the conqueror thing is just like a time travel theory that i came up with i do I do think it probably has to do more with, like, the Maculons. Um, mm-hmm. And I would even say the Eternals is a more accurate theory than, like, Kang. But if we're trying to tie everything in Phase 4 into Kang, uh, I don't know. He went yeah. back in time and gave the Ten Rings to someone. And then he was like, when someone worthy enough wields them, then I shall go and, like, fight them. I don't fucking know. He's a yeah. conqueror. Who knows? Yeah, could be. You never uh, know. You never know. Uh, but uh, Captain Marvel d- does her thing that she always does, which is like, oop. I got to take care of this fucking space mission and leaves early. <laughs> and uh, Bruce is like, yeah, she does that a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, I love how she's like, 
you can get my number from Bruce. And Bruce is like, yeah. I don't. I have don't have number. that. No, it's, <laughs> it's, so funny. it's like a, it's kind of that same a re- a recurring gag. Like, um, what is it in uh, Infinity War where like uh, uh, Tony has Steve's number, but he won't call him. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Same kind of thing. Um, and then Wong gives just like this deep ass speech, dude. He's like, the course of your life is now going to change forever. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's basically like, I think what you said earlier, Taylor is like, he's going to be an Avenger now. Right. He's basically yeah. like, he's like, yo dog, like yeah. you're in the shit now, which is why I thought it was weird that he brought Katie. It's like, yeah. Shang-Chi, you're an Avenger. Katie, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think information like that, the whole point yeah. was them trying to learn information. So like, you, yeah. you could argue she that was a, she was there for the ride. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But so, so, so a couple interesting things, this scene, as I mentioned before, was like sort of written, after the fact, like they knew that they wanted to uh, sort of explain or tease the Ten Rings a little bit more, but they didn't even know who was going to be in the scene, right? So, yeah, uh, Cretton, Destin Daniel Cretton, who we actually haven't mentioned uh, this whole episode so far, the director of the movie, uh, he actually has uh, worked with Brie Larson many times before. So, like, he yeah. would basically he like Short Term Twelve, right? Yes, he directed yeah. Short Term Twelve as well as uh, The Glass Castle most recently with her in yeah. it. Um, and uh, Just Mercy was his most recent movie with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, he did. Ju- he, he did, did Just ju- Mercy. Wow, yeah. I didn't. Know very he did talented. Very like, I mean, the, the, the back, the one-two punch of Just Mercy, and then this like shows you, you know, the range of his skills. Um, yeah, and he seemed very hyped about this movie when we saw him at you know Comic Con and the Hall H thing. He seemed like yeah. you know he was very very hyped about like telling the story. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, so like, a, a good job. Yeah, absolutely. And and so point being is that that's part of the reason I think why Captain Marvel ended up being uh, in this scene. But it's interesting because like we so okay so from my perspective, here are the main people that Marvel has positioned thus far to be Mephisto. Avengers. You have Doctor Strange. Mephisto. Captain Marvel, Shang Chi, and then maybe Spider-Man. Florence Pugh's um, Yelena. Nah, she's going to be in the Thunderbolts for sure. Yeah. Um, so like those are kind of the main ones so far, and then you obviously have Spider-Man. people like Rhodey and Spider Man. Of course, is going to be you know one of the top four or five. So I mean, you can Ant-Man. kind of yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And so point being though is you can kind of guess the direction that Mar- that the the phase four is going you know the mcu is going in phase four if you will um you know based on this post-credit scene so like this is really the biggest opportunity we've had to get some insight into where things are going to go after this yeah yeah it's pretty exciting and then i loved uh I, you know, I love the karaoke callback when, like, you know, <laughs> at the beginning of the movie when they, like, go out for drinks and mm-hmm. then they're like, we should go home. And then instead they go get fucked up at karaoke. Yeah. yeah. And here, Wong, Wong goes, <laughs> you should probably go home and get some rest because your lives are about to get super crazy. And they're like, or. Yeah. And they go to fucking karaoke with Wong, dude. Like, dude, it's so and good. call back to Hotel California. Hotel California. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. So and, good. I mean, it, like, honestly, like, karaoke is obviously, like, a very Asian activity yeah. too so it's like i love that they are just able to integrate that in a way that felt like not and i love that wong is just like a party animal right yeah, he's, yeah. Not, like, responsible one. he's not like no 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 he's like yeah i can go get some fun yeah i can get fucked up well which is <laughs> yeah. funny because like in the spider-man trailer like he's like the father figure you know like yeah <laughs> i love it yeah and then yeah the post credit scene is uh Ling is uh taking over the ten. yes movie. yes and so this one for me is like okay this is a big one you know like mm-hmm. this is gonna have massive massive com- uh, consequences like throughout the next 
probably a couple phases, I would say. So, so do you guys think, and I, I don't know much about the Ten Rings in general, but um, the question that I had after seeing that is, is she taking over in the sense that it's still an evil empire, or is yeah. she rebranding? No, nah, I think she's a bad guy. I think it leans towards um, the bad side of things, but I also mm-hmm. think it's a little more complicated than that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not just going to be like, she's a bad guy. You know what I mean? Because sure. especially like, you know, what we learn towards the end of that shot that pulls back is that, you know, uh, they're rebranding dog. They're well, it's, they're training men and women, you know what I yeah. mean? And, and they it's got like graffiti yeah. on the castle. now, Exactly. Yeah. Which was very akin to what we saw in the fight uh, sequence earlier, the fight, the, the, uh, the Macau sequence, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like taking that imagery and making it their own, but like also, um, you know, th- I think that the, the, this scene in particular actually says something. It's a, it's a, it's a pin to what this movie's trying to say in terms of, we are going to reappropriate what is ours. You know what I mean? In yeah. terms of uh, the, the Asian cultures and things like that. And you know, so, she didn't like paint over the 10 rings behind her. Yeah. Like she, she, you know, it's not like she's, making herself like a new organization like to do good she's like yeah no nah, I'm, she's I'm, gonna build I'm on what rings. on what yeah. their father did but well, i just didn't know if because now shang chi has the the 10 rings 10 rings if it was like she was training kind of his army mm, no for I him i, I didn't really get that from the way she was like badass lounging on that fucking throne mm-hmm. sure yeah first of all can i i would i i, I would let her kick the shit out of me <laughs> You'd let her manhandle you? I don't think you'd have a choice. Yeah, I know, but I would love every second of it. (laughs) Jeez. Yep. Uh, Yeah, so that's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Indeed. Great. Got a lot of species in it. So many species in this movie, dude. (laughs) So many species. It does. So many magical species. Mm. (laughs) And faceless species. I hope you get to see more species in the sequel. Chicken pigs. Chicken pigs. Uh, I give this movie a four out of five. Mm, okay yeah i think i'd agree with that uh, again it's not perfect but it's pretty solid uh you know intro to this character lauren yeah yeah i think maybe like a 3.754 some like or four something like getting, that getting specific. um i know i just i don't know uh, I think it was like a it was like a solid movie, but I didn't think it was incredible. Um and I as far as like especially as far as cultural um superhero origin stories, I still think Black Panther was stronger. Yeah. Um so that's why I'm kind of like yeah, I just I gave it like a higher score just because kind of like the only part I didn't really like was like the big like kaiju fight at the end. Like I kind of liked everything else, you know. So I yeah. I felt that some parts in the middle of it were a bit slow mm. personally, um, and it felt like we kind of got bits of the father son backstory stuff like repeated a couple of times. That's true. I can um, see that. Yeah. So I was like, eh, it would it. it yeah yeah i don't know definitely i mean it it, like (laughs) it it feels it feels i rated this very similar to how i would rate iron man 
right? The first Iron Man, because it has a lot of the same issues, you know, where it's yeah. like, it's, it's got a good foundation, but it sort of meanders and like the third yeah. act doesn't really hit in the way that you want it to, you know, yeah. especially into relation to the kaiju stuff in this film. I think the emotional component of this film, especially in the third act, like works, you know, um, uh-huh. but yeah, I mean, I, like, I, let's put it this way. I think this is a movie that is going to reward uh, multiple watchings, and I think it's going to get, for me, I have a feeling it's going to get better the more that I watch mm-hmm. it. And part of that is because the, the the way I saw it at the drive-in theater wasn't sure, <laughs> the yeah, best experience. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I yeah. really want to, I mean, honestly, fuck you, Disney, because you should have given me the ability to watch this in my home if I wanted to, but sure. Uh, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, just that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. But that kind of, you know... It like, sounds like it's, it's here and there. Well, <laughs> it, it makes me want to watch the film again in the comfort of it's my own home. Where mostly I can actually, there because it's not yeah. at home. Where I can it's get... Here. It's not here at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Whatever, Jill. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I, like, I think this is a movie that's going to that's gonna get better and better for me. Yeah, yeah I, I'll watch it again. Absolutely. I'm not sure I feel the same way, but I am excited for what it's set up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's going to get better and better. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, think the really payoff, felt... I think the payoff is going to get better and better. For, oh, for sure. Yeah. As fucking all MCU, you know, they sure, all build towards sure. something. But yeah, mm-hmm. I really felt like it wasn't really much of like a Marvel movie. You know, it really was like a Shang-Chi, like, uh, like martial arts film. And then at the end, they were like, hey, also, yeah, he's going to be an Avenger now. And I kind of like, yeah. a, you know. I, I'm like bouncing back and forth between like appreciating that and like kind of wanting more like Marvel like tie in, right? Like Trevor Slattery felt- is like a fun cameo, but that's not really like. No. It's yeah. like I felt like a lot of the, the Marvelness of it came in the humor. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I just meant like in like. like the I think world, that that's where right? it came the, from. But yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, totally. totally. I, there was, yeah, there was a little, little nuggets of like, you know, they mention living in a world where. People can disappear people. any yeah, second, yeah. and blah 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 blah. But yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Anytime you need to make sure you're in the Marvel universe, just talk about the blip. Everyone will know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I like think in the that's, Eternals trailer when I think, like Thanos decimated half the population. You're like, all right, we get it. You're yeah, in the I mean, I think that's their way of acknowledging when movies are taking place before and after. Yeah, and after. totally, yeah, yeah. totally. All right, moving on to what if, dude. Uh, we talked about the first two episodes last time. Got two more episodes to talk about this time. Mm. Uh, more the, goodness. The first one is what if uh, the Earth's mightiest heroes never assembled, right? Or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, all the Avengers are getting fucking murked. Everyone's getting, like, murdered. Uh you know, we don't know why. I thought the Hulk death was kind of the fucking... That shit was, it was pretty that crazy. Shit was wild. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, uh, it brings I, us back to a lot of like uh, prior scenes, you know, f- throughout the Marvel universe that we've seen yeah. before. Yes, and well, one of them being the Incredible Hulk. Which yeah, I thought was fucking. It's like, wow, that's kind of the first time we've uh, acknowledged we've, that. We've acknowledged yeah. this. Well, shit. they're really starting to acknowledge that movie, especially with you know between this and Abomination. With Abomination. Yeah. 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 But uh, so first off, I have to acknowledge that I was incorrect in what I thought this episode was going to be, even though <laughs> I knew. <laughs> Even though I knew the premise of what it was, you know, the specifics. In, not, in fact, yeah. Loki, Hawkeye. Well, that's what it's... it's or I mean, Hawkeye, Loki. That's what the trailer Loki. made it seem like it was. Like, it was it was a little... Not confusing, but it was a little... Uh, 
Misleading. Yeah, a little misleading in that way, even though I don't think that was intentional. I think that was just me sure. looking into it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, do. I really... But we did have Loki becoming someone else, so... That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I think to your guys' point, like, what I enjoyed the most about... Well, I think I enjoyed this episode the most so far. Because really? It, hmm. I just really love that idea of going back to stuff we've seen, and literally scenes that we've seen... And put taking a whole new spin on it, how things could have literally been differently, gone differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so for me, that really appealed to me. And I really loved seeing these sort of different takes uh, on these characters. And also, you know, one of the things I love the, the most about phase one is that, you know, you don't realize it at first, but all these things are happening within pretty much the same week. Right. So like Iron Man 2, Thor, uh Parts of Captain America, especially the end, uh, mm-hmm. as well as the Incredible Hulk, are yeah. all happening basically within the same week of each other. So I love yeah, that's pretty crazy. I love that concept, and most people don't realize like that's how intri- intricately connected like Phase One is. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, so that really appealed to me. Uh, I think some of the animation here was was really great, um, especially like you said, the Hulk stuff. Like some of the kind of some of the body horror stuff that they can do in yeah, a series dude. like this that we see in the later episode as well is is kind of interesting. So yeah, I mm-hmm. dug it. I liked the twist. I didn't I look, you mm-hmm. know me, I love like trying to guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had I I had no idea who Same I thought here. was killing them. Yeah. But it yeah. but who it ended up being probably not, not fucking uh, on the radar. Not even yeah. close to being on the radar. It was yeah. fucking Hank Pym. Yep. Hank Pym's going around fucking murdering people. Yeah, and with the yellow jacket suit too, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it because Nick Fury didn't save Hope, right? It was yeah. that the... Yeah, like, it's a little... The logic is a little wishy-washy in terms of we don't really have much context to, like, what happened. But at the same yeah. time, it's, like, totally believable in terms of, like, we know what it seems to be losing universe... Hope would, would do to Hank. You know what I mean? Yeah, it seems yeah. to be a universe where Hope was an Avenger... Mm-hmm. maybe and it seems was, like she at least went up went off on some kind of mission yeah. for fury she could have been she, wasp at that point too so true yeah yeah uh and so fucking he goes around murdering all the avengers dude that shit was uh went dude his like his like crazy eyes in that fucking scene when they catch him is like oh yeah my god like the animation there is so fucking good yeah yeah, it really is. And then uh, the one where it's like uh, where he stops Hawkeye too, the flashback where it's like, oh, he just like punched his hand and like happened to let the arrow go like before. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty insane. good. You know, like I love those little moments like that, that they he just sort murders of Thor to. with an arrow. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's crazy. Uh, how does that one end? <laughs> um, I believe. You know, I don't actually know. Hold on, let me look it up. Yeah, me neither. I just watched him, it today, right? but <laughs> <laughs> watched it today. Already forgot. Yeah, it's it's been a long morning. Coulson's in that episode, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, he is. according to IMDb, I'm not sure where this information came from, but it says, oh, uh, "While never explicitly stated in the episode, Hope's killer was the Winter Soldier. She was killed in." Odessa, Ukraine, which is where Natasha said she was attacked by a Winter Soldier. How the fuck are we supposed to know in that? In like, yeah. Captain America Winter Soldier. Interesting. So, um, But who knows how true that is. Yeah. So the, I remember now. The episode ends with him uh, uncovering the shield. 
like wiping the snow off the shield of Steve, mm-hmm. who's like oh, buried in the there's snow. One Avenger left. Exactly, and then right. yeah. and then you right, see right. Carol, and so it's kind of implied that like she's sort of the leader of the team at that point. Gotcha. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I love yeah, that I they that they that they integrated the beeper though too, because that's something we never really see in Phase yeah. One or Two, and like the fact that you know that's still uh, happening around that time is, is interesting. Well, yeah. I guess we're led to believe well, that Nick Fury's had this beeper for a while. Exactly. Right? Well, since the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. So, so like, he just never had to use it until the snap in our all, world. Totally. Yeah, but but and then the now this. Yeah. Exactly. But the idea that he thought he, like, it's not that he, he like, he obviously not used it, but the idea that he, like, what causes someone to think about using it, right? To consider yeah. pushing yeah. that button. And I think that's really the interesting idea. And it's all the Avengers are dead. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. mean,. It makes sense. <laughs> she is the uh, first Avenger, technically. God, yeah, she. Well, she, well, not really, but she gives Fury the Steve idea Rogers for the still, Avengers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's where they uh, get their name. <laughs> I like that episode too, man. I yeah. haven't hated it an episode since, but I will say the next episode is probably my favorite episode. It's today. pretty awesome. Uh, Doctor Strange has never really been like my favorite character. The first Doctor Strange movie is definitely not like it's probably not even like my top 10 Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, but holy shit, this Doctor Strange episode of What If was fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Yep. Dun dun dun. Um, damn, dude. There's a lot in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to save, you know, he he like he's he's contemplating using the eye of Agamotto to like save Christine from dying. And Wong is like, nah, don't do it, homie. And he's like, all right, I won't. Um, and then like there's the ancient one who's like, yo, yeah, like you can't do it. And then and then but then he does it. Um, yeah. But then it's like, is it him that it's like she man, it's insane. She like splits his consciousness into two different Doctor Stranges in the same universe. Yeah at the same time mm-hmm. and then it causes this like paradox yeah yeah it's Dude, kind of a it, mind fuck right like it's it's totally. a little bit of a philosophical like chicken or the egg sort of scenario you know yeah um and i love man i love the scene where he just he tries to save her over and over and over and over and over and over and she yeah. just keeps fucking dying mm-hmm. and he's like just that Man, the voice acting in this—it's it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch does such a good job of like being a t- like a tormented soul of like, how do I save this woman? He tries every. He tries to not even. He tries to not even go to pick yeah, her up. That was like the, that was kind of the most heartbreaking one, where it's like yeah. no matter what you'll do, like this is inevitable. Right. He takes like a different route, but gets plowed by like a truck. He like. Mm-hmm. He picks her up and goes to get pizza instead. And then like a robber comes and shoots her or like he straight up, he straight up ghosts her. And then there's like an explosion and she dies anyway. Like, yeah, fucking crazy, dude. Exactly. Yeah. And I I, like, I definitely like the idea of, of the core function of what this episode is in terms of like, uh, changing his relationship to Christine in that way, where it's like, Mm -hmm. it seems like they're more of a thing in this than they are. Like, I mean, I'm sure they'll eventually be. I can't remember actually if she's coming back for the sequel, but if she nah, does, they will be a thing. You know what I mean? But like, kind of, it's very much what if in that respect. Like, you know, 
Yeah. All of us have, I think all of us at one point or another had, have asked that question about, you know, uh, the people in our lives, whether it be relationships or friendships, like, you know, uh, if I had not met this person or if I had met this person at the right yeah. time, like how would things be different? Right. And I think it really yeah. boils the concept down in this episode perfectly. You know what I mean? Um, just the, the the entire idea of what if, like, if you were going to show someone the potential of what what the show what if has, I would show them this episode. Oh right? my god, dude! Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I really enjoy how the other strange goes and tries to find the so like the ancient one says like you cannot change a like fixed point in time, right? Like this is what like you can change a lot of things. But this is what made you go after and seek the mystical arts, which made you the supreme, uh, the 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 sorcerer supreme. Yeah. So this is a point in time that cannot be changed, right? And evil Doctor Strange is like, I'm gonna fucking do it. Like yeah. Yeah. dark dimension, <laughs> baby. Let's go to the dark dimension. I love that scene, man, where it's revealed that he paused for like he froze time for centuries. Yeah. As he's just fucking absorbing all this power. He's like murdering other sorcerers to get their power. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and he just doesn't give a fuck because he had like, he has like Christine on his mind and that's his goal. He's going to do anything to get that goal. And we see Shumagorath in this episode too. We just see the tentacles, Mm -hmm. right? And he chops them off and like, you see them like go into his neck. And he like, his physical appearance changes every time he like absorbs a new like, like creature. Creature. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, that's, it's that might be one of my favorite what if like set pieces so far. Yeah. It was just so well done. Yeah. It kind of it really echoes the rumors that uh Multiverse of Madness will skew more horror. Yeah. Because it definitely felt like a horror comic. Oh my yeah. god, so yeah, much so, dude. Absolutely. And I mean that's always sort of been like, you know, uh a part of what the, the Doctor Strange concept is, you know, the, the sort of yeah. horror side of things. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely, yeah. in a lot of ways, it's teasing that, but it's also testing the waters of that, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, in terms totally, of what totally. What the audience, like, especially with kids and stuff, like, would be willing to accept. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I would enjoy that as a child. <laughs> even was, even watching not. it as an adult, I was like, I literally texted you guys after I watched it and was like, what, what the was heck that? did I just watch? <laughs> like, I, feel, I feel unclean right now. Yeah, that was yeah. messed up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, regular Strange goes to fight the Dark Strange, you yeah, know? Strange Supreme, strange. as they call strange, him. Yeah. Uh, honestly, dude, in that whole fight, I thought like regular strange was going to win, you know, cause that's how mm-hmm. you kind of expect these like stories to have happy endings or, you know, it's yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. but fucking dark strange wins, dude. Like yeah. dark yeah. strange whoops some ass mm-hmm. absorbs regular strange. The whole sequence where he like picks the car up and like it breaks apart and he saves Christine. Um, and you hear like the, like the narration of the watcher earlier uh, in the yeah. episode, there's the narration of the watcher where he's like, it's before he starts absorbing all the other like creatures, yeah. all the mm-hmm. other species. Um, tons of species in this movie. Oh my god! Um, he goes to like, or he says like, "I could deter him here. I could tell him not to do it, but I won't." And he goes, "What? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah." He already yeah. hears the Watcher, mm-hmm. right? And then as he saves Christine, and the universe starts to fucking break apart and like get destroyed. 
the whole veil just drops and the watcher's like standing right in front of him. Yeah. And he's like, help me. And the watcher's like, nah. <laughs> like, yeah. You yeah. fucked up. And, and I, you did this to yourself. And this is kind of what I was talking about last time where I'm like, I definitely want to see a little bit more of the integration of the watcher into these yeah. stories as opposed to just being a bookend, you know, like the introduction and the conclusion. Uh-huh. So I think, again, this episode is a really great example of like how the series can can do that effectively. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, it feels like they're kind of sprinkling him more and more He's, each episode, yeah, sure. because yeah, I yeah. think in the Avengers one, there was a lot more narration throughout mm. Yes. Just not that interaction until exactly. now. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but in a couple of the episodes, the, the, even when he's not narrating, he's like, yeah, in you the can back. see like, him. You can see yeah. him yeah, like, yeah. integrated into the frame. Lurking. So, yep, just lurking. I really love when he saves Christine and she looks at him and he's like this weird fucking creature yeah. of Ugh. all the things he's like, like, so, like absorbed. And she's like, oh yeah. my God. And he's like, no, it's me. And it's like, it's not you. Though, but I'm though. so pretty. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then basically, <laughs> We watch the whole universe collapse, but then we see that he's 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 able to fucking stop the last like what yeah uh, I don't know like ten feet of it, and he's just stuck in this like prism by yeah. himself, which uh, kind of resembles Wanda's. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is oh. why which is why there's like theories that evil Doctor Strange might be in other movies because he. He did. He did survive this, you know. Yeah. At the very end, he was able to like stop the universe collapsing. It was, but it's just around himself, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. Like they could have just killed him, right? They could yeah. have just had the whole universe implode, implode, and then he fucked up. But he's left alive at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, so maybe he finds a way out. Yeah, it leaves a lot of questions. Uh, Open tendrils unanswered, if you will. Hey, like Shumagorath's tentacles. <laughs> yes, exactly. What happened to the rest of him? Mm-hmm. Right, he's getting a lot of tentacles cut off throughout fucking What If, dude. Yeah, I do. He must have a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. I love the conversation between the Watcher and Evil Strange, dude. He's just mm-hmm. kind of like, I didn't mean to, and he's like, Yeah, but you did. But you did. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. it doesn't matter what yeah. you meant to do. I uh, uh, at the end when he's talking to Christine and like you said he looks all weird. It's very like I I might use the wrong word here, but um like eldritch horror. Yeah, yeah, for sure. To me, yeah, I got that, that like for mutation sure. like stuff. All those kind of like Arkham Asylum, yeah. not Arkham Asylum, not yeah, Arkham Horror. <laughs> Elder yeah. Scroll type stuff, yep. which would actually be really cool if they did like a Doctor Strange or an Evil Strange like board game out of this. Ooh, Ooh. that'd be fun. That'd be cool, like an Elder Scroll like, game yeah, where you're all different multiverse versions of the good Doctor Strange, and you have to take down the evil Doctor Strange. That'd be a nice. Awesome idea. Or you have to prevent yourself from becoming Ooh, evil, str- like yeah, becoming that corrupted. Be that could be good. Because that's, that's like how it. most most of those games work. Is like you have to avoid being corrupted. Yeah. And mutating. That, that would be like a like um what is it Joel a, a betrayal. Where yeah, it's like one yeah, person, exactly. One yeah. person turns into yeah. the, to the evil strange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. This was my favorite of the episodes so far. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like I think. It's... I think mine is still the episode two, but. 
I, I get that. I think this I, is the yeah, best like episode one. they've made so far. I think my favorite is, is, is episode three, just because I really sort of uh, enjoy the, that storyline, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we know what episode five is going to be? No, they haven't announced it yet. Dang, them sneaky motherfuckers, dude. I mean, let's see. what. Who um, have, what have no, they... on, I think it's on IMDb. Oh, is it? Oh, it is. IMDb has most of them. Uh, it is. Also, uh, Rachel McAdams is in is coming back for Multiverse. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I couldn't remember though. Um. Oh, I forgot it was McAdams. I like her. Yeah. What if Thor was banished to Earth but was still worthy of his mantle? Interesting. According to IMDb. Ooh. What would the, what would that look like? Don't yeah, know. That's we'll be... find out on a Wednesday. Ah, okay, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> So like he has Mjolnir on Earth. Is that the um interesting? Uh he looks like maybe. Okay. Wow. Well he well, basically he wouldn't he wouldn't be humbled, right? Earth. So the difference is is that it's like a cocky, arrogant Thor as opposed to like the humbled Thor that we get in the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> it okay. looks like maybe <laughs> there's one photo on IMDB that Looks like maybe he's in. I want to say Las Vegas. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 no, 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 no. no. So there's literally. I'm looking at the the uh, wiki page right now, and there's literally Chris Hemsworth is playing Party Thor. Dope. So that's I probably like that. how that I how like that, that plays in. Yeah, because it looks like it's like palm trees, and it what looks like the Luxor, mm-hmm. and there's like a uh, what's it called uh. Not Ferris a pinwheel. Wheel. Not no. Uh, yep. It's uh-huh. Keep like going. A, here. I'm gonna show it to you. Yeah, I know. It's like the, the eye, right? Wheel. No, it's like a pin, like a pinwheel gotta... thing on a building. Oh yeah, like oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like on the Moulin uh, Rouge. Yeah, you know, got you. Those things, like a windmill. A windmill. Yeah. 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 That. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That one. <laughs> That's You're it. welcome, everybody, for this. Uh, fucking... Thank I mean, you. <laughs> yeah. So, like, just just to give you words are hard. Just to give you an idea, like we we still have uh, Darcy Surter. Uh, I want the we fucking have Spider-Man episode. Jane Foster, Korg, and someone. Korg? Oh, Grand, and Grandmaster from the Thor movies who have yet to appear. So, no. oh, who have I, yet to appear? Yeah, I would be not be surprised if we get a uh, Vegas version of the Grandmaster. That would be amazing. Oh That'd my gosh, it'd cool. be amazing. Just a party, a party animal. <laughs> I just Spider-Man's episode Spider-Man. seven, Joel. <laughs> Two more, god yeah, damn it! They're saving the best for last, dude. Fuck! No, there's nine, isn't there? Yeah, there's but nine. Still, there's point B. towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, everybody, that's everything, I guess. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess we could do some what we've been. I, I don't know. I haven't really been watching much. Man, I, saw, I don't. I don't I've, have too I've much. been watching. I've been watching Ted Lasso. It's yeah. good. Go watch it. I watched Vacation <laughs> Friends. Worth checking out. Highly recommend. You watched? Oh, what? okay. Vacation Friends. What's that, that keeps popping up on it's Hulu. New, it's, uh, it's John Cena. Yeah, it's John Cena and Lil Rel Howery teaming up. John Cena? It's with it's, his hair yeah. looks ridiculous. It's in the poster. Very ridiculous, but it's uh it's good. I, I was I was expecting it to not be great, but it's it's good. All right. Okay. Maybe okay. maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, perfect movie to watch while Stone Joel. I got nothing else to do tonight. <laughs> there you go. Sounds good. Yeah. I uh I did watch the uh new behind-the-scenes episode for Mando that they released. I don't know if you guys mm, saw that. No, I didn't. Um, oh, that was for the but finale, But they released, right? yeah, about the finale and yeah. how they dealt with, like, Luke and everything. Yeah. Well, um, how was that? Which was kind of interesting. It, it, you know, a lot of it was, like, 
technology based and and how they did that but then they also what i thought was kind of interesting is they touched on not that that wasn't um they touched on how they had to obviously keep it a secret and the ways they did that with code names and um i can't remember yeah, what the was, code name was that no, they it was, used it was supposed to they said um, in the script wasn't Plo Koon. It, yeah they used yeah Plo it was Plo Koon. Yeah, so yeah. they even edited the dailies with Plo Koon's head onto them what wow. to like super i want to see those i want to see those cool <laughs> uh in case because like feloni said he's like hardcore fans know that that's his favorite yeah. character so like that would make sense mm -hmm. and that's nobody so would funny. question it yeah and then obviously like it was luke but yeah. they weren't even allowed to until the episode came out they were not allowed to say the words luke skywalker Whoa. anyone who worked on that show wow that's pretty cool they called it they called him plo Koon even while they were shooting even wow. while mark was there like that's yeah crazy. it's insane yeah, damn but good stuff so i'll watch that that's yeah. pretty cool um and then lego master season two mm been watching that sweet kind of fun nice. if you like competition shows and, stuff, and legos uh, where's that streaming again uh hulu hulu okay because it's on fox out. yeah okay that's right yeah i want to check that out i've heard yeah. good things hosted by will arnett hey. the lego batman himself yeah awesome well that's uh this episode of pop pop the pop culture podcast thank you everybody for joining us on this uh, uh marvel is adventure god i'm so funny Boo. uh taylor where can everybody find you on the internet you can find me hiding in a corner from joel's bad jokes just ah. kidding. Uh, <laughs> at taylor salen on twitter savage dude i know what about what about you lauren i am at underscore miss pixie underscore sweetness and i'm the la nerd everywhere on the internet uh we'll be back soon for something else i don't know probably more I mean, what probably if. what what's, if in two what weeks. if what's what's the next marvel movie is it december is it spider-man eternals eternals oh eternals in november you yeah. are right mm -hmm. all right so you know that's a that's a ways away but and you'll be in person Yay. and we can see it together nice <laughs> nice nice i dig Thanks, it i dig it well until then later nerds peace Bye.